I had a uh, course in uh, home title theft about a year ago, and it's pretty ugly. Uh, we had an FBI guy come in and say, is this your house? Yeah. Uh, this your title? Well, wait a minute. What? I now own your house. If he would have sent it in, he would have legally owned my house. And he said, it took me about 20 minutes to do this. The longest thing that you have to do is drive across town to the uh, uh, to the courthouse just to file it. Home Title Lock is the only one that stands to protect you. Put a barrier around your home's title. The instant they detect tampering, they will shut it down cold. Go to HomeTitleLock.com, register your address, see if you're already a victim. Then use the promo code RADIO for 30 free days of protection. That's code RADIO at HomeTitleLock.com. We begin the program in just a couple of seconds. of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Hello, America. Welcome to the Glenn Beck Program. It's Wednesday. There's a lot on our plate today. We have Ken Paxton, the Attorney General of Texas, who just filed the uh, uh, the Supreme Court... Uh, 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 what would you, what do you call it? The uh, lawsuit? Lawsuit. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Jeez, the Supreme Court lawsuit uh, against four states, and now two states have joined Texas in that. He's going to talk to us about the chances of it actually making a difference in this election. We have a lot of uh, stuff to report on that today. Uh, also, new restrictions with COVID. Yay! And freedom of speech. It is really, truly on the ropes. We begin there in 60 seconds. This is the Glenn Beck Program. You know, before we start this commercial, would you just do me a favor? Would you just say a prayer for me today? I'm really struggling and trying to keep my mind on uh, the program and uh, just. uh, Okay, thank you. Uh, let me tell you about uh, Norton. We're, you know, all feeling great about the season, and uh, you could be a lot more generous than you're intending, believe it or not, getting presents for people you don't even know. You could actually accidentally be hand, uh, handing cyber criminals the keys to your personal information, and I'm guessing you'd rather not do that. This is why you need Norton 360. There's a lot of tools that go into protecting your online information, and Norton 360 is the toolbox that contains all of them. When you get Norton 360, you're getting real-time protection against existing and emerging cyber threats that could put your personal information at risk. Things like a VPN with bank-grade encryption and a password manager. You need to be protected, and nobody can prevent all cybercrime, but I want you to get Norton 360 because... They give and give and give year-round, and they've got you covered as much as anybody else can. It's uh, the best sale of the year happening right now. Save up to 50% on your annual subscription on your first year at Norton.com slash Beck. That's Norton.com slash Beck. Save 50% off right now. Tonight on Glenn TV. 
You've heard of the Green New Deal, but there's a digital New Deal being made to decide what you think, say, and share with your friends. Those of us in journalism have to come to terms with the fact that free speech, a principle that we hold sacred, is being weaponized against the principles of journalism. Glenn reveals the terrifying new levels of censorship happening right now. Watch how digital dictators plan to kill free speech tonight, 9 p.m. Eastern at blazetv.com slash Glenn. This is truly a frightening time uh, for freedom of speech, and you will really, truly understand what we're up against. Uh, You'll get a a glimpse of it here on today's program as we go into that, but uh, also tonight, full and comprehensive things that I... Did you know that there's a new... uh, a, a digital new deal? It's not just a green new deal. There's a digital new deal. Uh, that is being worked on uh, and being floated by people in the Biden uh, administration. We'll talk to you about that tonight at 9 p.m. Now, uh, Pennsylvania has some new restrictions. Uh, All indoor gatherings and events involving people for more than one household are prohibited in public or private spaces. So if you have people over that don't live in your household, sorry, That includes all private events, weddings, showers, listed celebrations, religious institution and funeral homes are now permitted to have people indoors, but it has to be capped at five people per 1000 square feet or 5% of maximum occupancy. Uh, Outdoor gatherings and events are limited to 10% of maximum capacity of the space. Well, if I'm outdoors, uh, that's a lot. Because so far we know this uh, this space called Earth can hold uh, trillions of people. Outdoor gatherings, they are limited now. Ten people per thousand square feet. No more than 2,000 in any outdoor space. Uh, the following businesses are no longer uh, open. High schools, colleges must move online instruction only with the exception of clinical instruction for students in the health science Uh, Indoor dining at restaurants, other food services, takeout delivery, indoor dining may continue. Everything else has to be shut down. Theaters, movie theaters, performance spaces, bowling alleys, arcades, game spaces, museums, libraries, casinos, uh, recreational activities, uh, community groups, schools, gyms, indoor exercise classes. You can still go outdoors and, and senior day services, senior centers and adult daycare centers remain uh, closed. That is just in Pennsylvania. That is what the governor put out last night. Meanwhile, the U.N. is uh, saying that for the holidays, everybody has to stop hugging each other. Go screw yourself, U.N. Uh, Colorado, the business owner, uh, Jared Polis, or no, sorry, a, a, a barbershop owner is suing Jared Polis. He's the uh, Colorado governor. Uh, over the coronavirus relief funds that apparently only go to minority-owned small businesses. Now, this guy is white. He said the lawsuit, uh, that the relief is unconstitutional because it the access to the aid is based on race, is racist itself. He said, I have nothing against minorities. Minorities are fantastic. However, everybody, all Americans, all Coloradians, is that how you say it? Coloradans? Uh, have been hurt business owners of all kinds whites as well as minorities we're just doing our part to raise a flag and say hey this doesn't seem right to carve money out for only one subsection of colorado that has been hurt and ignore the rest of them 
Meanwhile, in New Jersey, the governor, Phil Murphy, has announced that he's really confused here. Contact tracing update. He said we have more than 30 contact tracers on the ground for every 100,000 residents. But the rate of non-cooperation is going up. It's now almost 75% of the people they contact say no. The governor said this isn't a witch hunt. We're only trying to stop the spread of this virus. Please work with our contact tracers. No. You know why, governor? You know why this is happening? Because the media and you and others seem to be in a giant cabal that never give the benefit of the doubt to the people. You know, an authoritarian state is run by a group of leaders that are really, most of them, unelected. It's an autocratic state. It just goes. And that, that group of elites tells everyone exactly what to do. That's authoritarianism. Now, we have representation, but our representation doesn't seem to be doing anything. Our representation, I, I contend, most times doesn't represent us. We vote for people. They just go in and do what the hell they want to do. We don't trust you people anymore. You think that you can just keep moving the goalposts. You can't. We're not children. We're adults. And you know what? Stop telling us that it's our fault. It's not our fault. We're wearing the stupid masks. You know why? Because we're not dumb. We want to do our part, and we think, although many of us are starting to think it makes no difference whatsoever, because you have 95% mask uh, coverage in places like New York, and yet, here it comes again. You told us 80% coverage would cover it. It would do more than all the isolation. So now you have us wearing masks and isolating ourselves, and it's still growing. Gee, it seems like this virus might be smarter than you. We don't trust you anymore. You have to earn people's trust. But they won't. They won't. Instead, they will just do everything they can to silence anybody who disagrees. That doesn't work. You can't just shout down people. You can't just shove them in corners. You can't just say, those people are racist. Those people are idiots. Those people are are not part of our society anymore. And expect that to work. Especially when that number of people that are not part of your society keeps growing. Have you noticed that? They keep gobbling up more and more people that have to be dealt with. See, we, we, we believe. Do we? I used to believe that a lot of people in, in government and a lot of people in the media were just misguided, you know, group think, whatever. I don't anymore. I don't. 
you have to prove that you're on the side of the people now. For me, at least, do something. What are you doing? I want to see something more than talk. That's why I actually liked Donald Trump in the end. I still like him. And I don't know who you're going to find to replace him. Because that guy didn't care. He just didn't care. He thrived on that. Most people cannot do that. He's really one in a million. Maybe one in 350 million. Maybe one in a billion. But he didn't mind taking those arrows. And he's the only guy that at least half the country feels like at least was standing up for me. I didn't necessarily like everything he did, but at least he was standing up for me. At least he was telling me, I got your back. Who has my back? Who has my business's back? Who has the restaurant owner's back? I can't take any more of this. Oh, we've got we've to listen to these football players because of the grievance. The grievance... How about the families that are struggling to survive today? Who's talking about them? The only time you hear them is when you have Nancy Pelosi or people like that trying to push through giant bills that really have very little to do with helping those people. I want to play something. This just proves what i'm saying and proves what i'm going to show you tonight this is steve cole and he's talking about the goals of facebook to unite everybody to get everybody online so everybody can talk used to be a good idea now steve cole works at the atlantic but he's also the dean of journalism at columbia university keep that in mind listen to what he just says You can't uh, get away from the fact that their mission is to connect everybody in the world. That's what motivates Mark Zuckerberg. And it has it's his passion. And he profoundly believes in free speech. And, you know, those of us in journalism uh, have to come to terms with the fact that free speech, a principle that we hold sacred, is being weaponized against uh, the principles of journalism. And what do we do about that? I I just say, you know, as, as reporters, we kind of march into this war with our facts uh, nobly shouldered as if they were going to win the day. And what we're seeing is that because of the scale of this alternate reality that you've been talking about, our facts, our principles, our scientific method, it isn't enough. Wow. It's not enough. So what do they have to do? They have to silence people that disagree with them. You notice he said we come armed with our facts. See, that's the problem. They're your facts or my facts. Facts should be facts. Facts are universal. Hey, the sky is blue. I'm coming armed with my facts saying the sky is green. No, it's not. It's blue. They come armed with their facts. And here's the problem. Do you know why so many people don't know what to believe on this election? Because you in the press were so dishonest All the way along with Donald Trump, you had it out for him. You backed up lies, even when you knew they were lies. 
if you were fair, if you were balanced, if you were like, you know what? He did some good things in the Middle East. If you would just if you would have just pointed out that that is the first peace agreement of any kind that is of any significance forever. That's the first peace deal that's that really, truly has a chance. People have been grabbing for that in the Middle East forever. He just did it. You couldn't even say that was good. When the facts show up that this whole Russia thing was a lie, you double down. You told us that these these protests were peaceful while cars were on fire behind you. I'm not done. Let me take a one minute break and come back. I want to talk to you about my pillow. My pillow with uh, Mike Lindell. They, they've got their latest uh, promo going on right now. He's offering premium pillows for his lowest price ever. You can get standard and queen premium my pillows now for twenty nine ninety eight. Originally sixty nine ninety eight. It's a forty dollars savings. King size pillows are only five dollars more. And Mike is also extending his sixty day money back guarantee, giving you until March first, twenty twenty one, to see for yourself. Just go to mypillow.com and click on the new radio listener specials. You'll find the amazing offer there for the pillows, but also all other MyPillow products, including the Giza Dream Bed Sheets, the MyPillow Mattress Topper, and MyPillow Towel Sets. I think everything is on sale now for Christmas. Enter the promo code BECK or call 800-966-3117. It's promo code BECK at MyPillow.com. 10-second station ID. So you lie to us the whole time in the media. You lie to us for four years. Well, you've lied to us for longer than that. You started lying to us in unbelievable scale, I think, after 9-11. And then what happened? Then Barack Obama gets in. And you deny reality. You start saying... Marxist. If somebody says you're a Marxist, that means they're a racist. What? You started denying all of the reality. You knew. You knew about death panels. By the way, uh, later on in the program, I'll show you the first death panel is coming. And it's coming, I believe, in New Mexico was where I saw it. The governor is now saying, hey, you guys are going to have to do whatever you have to do. You have to ration. You have to ration care. Well, what do you think that is? You knew all of these things. You knew about Obama coming after you, the journalist, and you did nothing. You didn't care. You knew that that he was using the IRS to target people who disagreed with him. You didn't care. And then you double down and you didn't just you didn't just ignore us. Now you've deemed us the enemy. You've deemed at least a at least a third, at least a third of this country as enemies of the state. Wow. 
while you lecture us and tell us that people who are trying to actively overthrow our government are fine. You know why people don't believe your stupid election results? Because you had no credibility going in. You were in the bag anyway. If the situation were reversed exactly, you would be lecturing us today how irresponsible Donald Trump is being for not allowing these court cases to be heard, just going on as if he won. That's what you'd be saying today, and we all know it, and you know it as well. And meanwhile, you're just slicing us all up. You're just putting us all into little camps, which I might, I, I believe that maybe they actually become camps at some point. Are you rich or are you poor? Are you right, left, or moderate? What's your race? Where you come from? What's your religion? Do you have a religion? What do you think about uh, global warming? How about gender? What's your lifestyle? Where do you live? We're being divided into all these little camps. And it's interesting because we all know a house divided against itself cannot stand. But they're calling for unity now, except for those people that they don't like. You can unite with them. You just not only have to agree now, you can't just silently say, okay, uh, whatever. No, no, no. You must participate in it. I, I, I look at the news today and I can't believe we're on the verge of having to fight all of these things all over again. It's like the last four years never happened. We have to fight all these things all over again. And they are coming this time and they are prepared. And they are prepared to shut you down, shut us down, anyone who stands in their way. Don't miss tonight's episode. It's at 9 o'clock tonight. All of these are must-watches. You'll get the truth on what is coming. The digital dictatorships that want to silence you and America. It's tonight, 9 o'clock, blazetv.com slash Glenn. Use the promo code Glenn and uh, save some bucks on your subscription. Do it now, blazetv.com slash Glenn. Ken Paxton, next. This is the Glenn Beck Program. American Financing, NMLS, 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. Okay, short-term planning and long-term planning. Short-term planning is like, what are you getting everybody for Christmas? Have you even figured out what everybody wants? Have you worked it into the budget? So you get the maximum amount of Christmas bang for your buck? That's short-term thinking. Long-term planning for your family is something like, how much money are you able to put into savings every month? How, how, what are we going to do to lower our bills? Have you considered all of your options? Here's one for you. If you own a home and you've got a mortgage rate, say in the 4% interest range, you are way overpaying. You could be saving hundreds of dollars a month or more if you refinance that mortgage because interest rates are incredibly low. And here's what you need to do. You need to give the mortgage consultants at American Financing a call and do it today. Don't wait. Do it now. They're not in it for the bank. They're in it for you. They work for you. Call them. No heavy-handedness, no secret fees, no, nothing. 
Just talk to them. 10-minute phone call at American Financing could save you a lot of money. 800-906-2440. AmericanFinancing.net. Don't forget to use the promo code Glenn for $10 off your subscription at BlazeTV.com. This is the most this is the most perplexing election I've seen in my life. And I remember the year 2000. Uh, the way this is being handled by the press, the way this is being handled by the courts and each state uh, seems to be playing by their own rules. Uh, it uh, it it's <laughs> it seems to be the death of the republic, quite honestly, if we can't trust the voting booth. If we can't trust the vote, then we, we've got nothing. And I love people saying, well, it's not enough to change the vote. Oh, so there's a level of corruption that you're cool with. As long as it's just some corruption, that's like, hey, I've got some dog crap in my ice cream. Yeah, but it's not a lot. Okay, still don't want dog crap in my ice cream. Ken Paxton is the uh, attorney general of the great state of Texas, and he has filed a lawsuit. And now it has been joined by how many states? Let's get Ken on. He'll probably know. Ken. Hey, how are you? Very good. good um, how many states have joined this now? Actually, we filed it midnight uh, the night before last. We don't have any other states on yet. We're hoping for a hmm. couple of other states to join us quickly because there's not a right. lot of time. Yeah, we... We have uh, a story that Alabama, Arkansas, Florida, Kentucky, Louisiana, Mississippi, South Carolina, and South Dakota all joined. That's hey, true. If, if that's true, we're happy. We haven't seen the actual filings. Oh, jeez! Wow. We're, we're come we're on, helpful. you states. They need to act quick because hmm. obviously this thing is going to move quick, or you know, it's got to move quick. So, Ken, explain quickly what the lawsuit alleges. Okay, so it's a state against states. It's one state right now against four states. Hopefully we have others joining. And when you file a lawsuit against another state, you, your original jurisdiction is at the U.S. Supreme Court. It's not at a district court. And the, right. the frustrating part of that is, supposedly, they have discretionary review. I personally think they, have, they should hear it. They have to hear it. But there's differences of opinion on what they do. So we file the U.S. Supreme Court. They can hear it for whatever reason they want to or not hear it for whatever reason they want to. And our argument is pretty simple. It's that these states that we sued, Pennsylvania, Wisconsin, Michigan, and Georgia, did not follow their own state laws, that the legislature is responsible for electing electors and and providing the rules under which those electors are elected. And in those states, other officials, whether it was judges or other elected officials, county officials, changed the law without going back to the legislature, and that's unconstitutional, thus affecting the entire federal election and and disenfranchising my voters in Texas and every other voter across the nation. So there's also the Bush v. Gore uh, kind of angle to this, that they were counting things differently in different counties. Yes, there's an equal protection argument that in every, all these counties, because they were not following. That's, a, that's part of the purpose. I think that's why the founders put it in there, that it was to be the state legislature. So you'd have consistent rules across the state. They can be different in different states, but across the state, they'd be the same as to how votes are counted. And, uh, and in these states, they were done differently. And some Democratic counties, they, they were much more loose 
with, you know, no signature verification and mail-in ballots. I mean, think about Pennsylvania went from 233,000 mail-in ballots four years ago to 2.5 million, and they eliminated all signature verification. So it's already suspect that there's that many mail-in ballots, and we can't, you know, we don't have photo ID with that. So it's already suspect. And then you throw in the fact that they eliminated the signature verification. So the signature verification is important because when you apply, you you have to sign your document. They have a copy of that. When you get your ballot and put it in the envelope, you sign that envelope so that they can match the signatures. That's our only verification. And they eliminated all those rules in many of the states. So is there a way for them to separate things out at this point and say, okay, well, these things don't count. Can they go back and do anything? Can no. The, no, they can't. That's the problem. The genies, that's why in Texas we had, I think it was 12 lawsuits that we won. Because we had Harris County and other counties, Travis County, which is Austin, Houston, trying to do the very same thing. And we knew that once that genie was out, we could not undo it. So we fought to the Fifth Circuit numerous times. We, we went to the Texas Supreme Court and we stopped it here because we knew we would be we would have been Georgia. We would have been Wisconsin. Uh, so the only way you can do it now is our lawsuit addresses that. We can't. You, once they separate the envelope from the ballot, you can't go back and verify. It's too late. You, 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 it's actually the perfect way to cheat if you wanted to, because you can't go back and, and find out what happened. And so that's why we're saying, look, there's no way to fix that now. So let the legislatures now decide the election, because that's the only fair way to do it. That's the only like legitimate way to go back and fix this. So that's one of the, I mean, Pennsylvania, the Republican legislature it is possibly sending a slate of electors and then there's another slate of electors going is that right that the judge said had to be sent is is do i have this right i i don't know i all i know is what we're trying to do i I, i'm not following every little nuance in every other state i i spent a lot of time focusing on my state and unfortunately woke up you know to find an election that was in chaos in every and so many other states so what are the odds that they pick this up I mean, if, if I would imagine the more states that are involved, the more likely. Yes, I think uh, I think that's true. I think that if, if the more states that get in, the more likely they are to it gives more weight to our, our filing. I think the issues we bring up are legit. I think we deserve a hearing. I wish we could get at least a our, our chance to to make the argument, because otherwise I have harm to my citizens and I have no place to take it. There's no court other than them. They can hear my case, and I, that's pretty unfortunate when you don't have a place to redress a harm. So, Ken, you've seen how conservatives have reacted. We're going through the courts, et cetera, et cetera. And if Joe Biden is declared the winner, there's a lot of people that, like me, I'll never buy into this. Uh, however, he'll be the president, and I'm not going to start a revolution. Uh, if the Supreme Court decides to overturn or if there's anything like that, there will be. The, the, the left will set the country on fire. And quite honestly, so be it. But uh, does that does the does the Supreme Court does John Roberts have the balls in his pants to do anything? Look, I don't know. I all I can do is give him the opportunity. I can't make the decision. I can put the law in front of him, put the problem in front of him, and say we have no place to go but to you. Will you please hear our arguments? We have good arguments, and. There was a huge problem. We cannot verify 2.5 million ballots in in Pennsylvania. We can't verify, you know, millions of other ballots in these other three states. How how is that fair? 
How is that right? That's disenfranchising voters in my state and every other state, including the states that that we're suing in. And so would all of Pennsylvania, all of those votes not count? Because how can you count them? We don't know. I mean, like, so if we don't know about the 2.5 million, we have no idea if any of those are legitimate. Mm. It could be be that 100 percent are. It could be 100 percent. They're all invalid. We don't know. They, they, They set it up to make it impossible to know, which I think is. You know, potentially, yeah. it was it was a strategy. This was a national strategy by the Democratic Party. And think about it. It's the, it's the very ba- battleground states that he had to win that this happened in. Mm. All right. Make- uh, I mean, I, I'm with you myself. Uh, Ken, I have to ask you this question. CNN editorial came out. Ken Paxton is a lawman being chased by the law. Uh, and when he filed this U.S. Supreme Court um, uh, lawsuit on behalf of his state, he became a rank hic- hypocrite, uh, being faced with charges, indicted on securities fraud, accused by top aides of bribery, blah, blah, blah. They say that this is just nothing. This is a laughable suit, and you're only doing it because you don't want people to talk about the other. Look, for six years, I've been fighting for what I thought was right, whether it was in states' rights, fighting the Obama administration, fighting for uh, you know life, fighting for religious liberty, the Constitution, the First Amendment. I'm not going to stop just because people uh, have 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 assaulted me. It's I'm just not going to stop. I'm here to do what I think is right, and I'm not going to let the left. No matter what they accuse me of, no matter what they want to do to me, I'm here to do my job and I'll do it to the last day I'm here. Have you talked to other states or what is the what can the audience do to get their state on board? Who should they call? Uh, they call their attorney general. The attorney general of every state gets to decide whether they want to sign on to this. And so, uh, yeah, I'd encourage people if they want their if they want their state in, they need to call the attorney general of their state and say, hey, sign on to this. That's, this is what I want as a citizen and as a voter. And, I, you know, most of these attorney generals in, what, 44 states, I think, are elected. So uh, there's a very good chance they would care what their voters thought. Wow. OK, thank you very much, Ken. I appreciate it. God bless. Absolutely. Um, all right. The the. Uh, to me, the incredible thing is the press is saying that all of these states have already signed on. So you yeah. kind of relax. Mm-hmm. Call your attorney general. Because none of them have. When you look a little bit deeper, uh, they want to join, but they have not joined yet. So maybe they need just a little nudge. Call your attorney general. Make this you, make this the thing you do today. Call everyone you know and call your attorney general and tell them to sign on to the Texas lawsuit uh, for uh, you know for the election. They'll know the attorney general's office, but flood them with calls, emails, tweet, Facebook, put it everywhere so they know you're standing up and you want them to join. And, you know, we might just call a few governors ourselves today or a few attorney generals on the air and just shame them into it Uh, uh, because it it they need to hear from you. Call your attorney general in your state and tell them to sign on with a Texas lawsuit. This, I think, is your last uh, chance for any kind of justice to be done. All right. Let me break for a minute here to tell you about our sponsor. It's Omaha Steaks. Is there anything better that anyone can get you, Pat, than Omaha Steaks? Oh, no. 
I mean, no. I was thinking, you know, uh, mama cow and a bull because you could make your own. But I, I have. <laughs> no, I'd rather have the steaks. I know. I have a mama cow and and bulls, and uh, mm-hmm. I can't make them as good as, <laughs> as Omaha steaks. I don't know. They tell me it's the aging because I asked them this on the phone. I said, okay, look, mm-hmm. I've got a ranch. How do I get my steaks that tender? They said, oh, it's all in the aging. Bull crap, it's all in the aging. They have top sirloin steaks that are almost as tender as filet. They call them. It's amazing. They call their filets, this is the actual term, spoon filets. That you can cut them with a spoon. I believe that. I mean, it's so good. It's really unbelievable. Right now, you can get the Deluxe Griller Assortment, plus four free burgers and free digital meat thermometer at an exclusive price. It's Omaha Steaks. Enter the promo code BECK into the search bar. You're going to get all kinds of meat, steaks, uh, the fillets. They're just they're the best. They are the best. They're Omaha Steaks. OmahaSteaks.com. Go to OmahaSteaks.com. Type in the code BECK in the search bar, and that way you'll be able to shop the gourmet, uh, the gourmet grill packs, and you'll get the discounts and everything else. So make sure you go to OmahaSteaks.com. Type in the promo code BECK in the search bar. That's OmahaSteaks.com. This is the Glenn Beck Program. So word is out now that Joe Biden, if he wins, plans on tapping retired General Lloyd Austin as his secretary of defense. And everybody's cheering. Oh, this is great. CNN said, believe it or not, CNN said this. This is payback to uh, black Americans. He's paid his debt. Really? Is that who you think black Americans are? That, oh, you just appoint a defense secretary that's black and it's all good. Well, I was trying to remember why that name sounded uh, uh, familiar to me. And I had to go back into our records. I talked about him on one of my TV episodes in 2016. Once I saw the episode, I'm like, oh, yeah, that guy. Intelligence whistleblowers had come forward to reveal that the leadership at CENTCOM, him, were doctoring intelligence reports to make it appear that the Obama administration policies in the Middle East were more positive than they actually were. Specifically, what was happening in both Iraq and Syria in 2014 and 2015. Remember, their policy, uh, Obama-Biden policy, was a nightmare that ended up being the caliphate. We know that the caliphate now was the ultimate result of that policy. But let me take you back to a leaked intel report from 2012. It said, if the situation unravels, there is the possibility of establishing a declared or undeclared Salafist principality in eastern Syria, a caliphate. This is exactly what the supporting powers in the opposition want in order to isolate the Syrian regime, which is considered the strategic depth of the Shia expansion of Iraq and Iran. So they were they were predicting the rise of ISIS right there. Unfortunately, unfortunately, if you flash back to 2014 and 2015, CENTCOM was submitting intelligence reports that were sweeping all of this under the rug. Dozens of whistleblowers cited one thing as the problem, a toxic leadership environment under the former commander, General Lloyd Austin. That's a quote. That's a quote. 
So he was the commanding general of CENTCOM while all of this was going on. He was the yes man with the Arab Spring ripping the Middle East apart. He was doctoring the uh, the Intel briefs and whistleblowers were blowing the whistle saying this this is going to cause a caliphate. He was covering. So, yeah, there is payback, but it's not to African-Americans. Joe Biden is paying him back right now for his loyalty and covering up what they did. That might be your next uh, Department of Defense secretary. However, some good news. Even the Democrats seem to be mounting a case against this guy. Not for these reasons. That's too honest. But they are saying that, you know, Donald Trump said um, uh, General, uh, what's his name, uh, uh, the, the, uh, the guy who was the defense secretary under uh, Trump, that he was, Mattis, mm-hmm. that he was uh, not supposed to be the defense secretary because you have to be seven years in the civilian. He was only, I think, four years. That's a once in a lifetime. Last time I think it happened was with maybe somebody in the Eisenhower administration. Mm. Uh, and uh, they made it an exception. Democrats want a civilian led uh, military. I think all Americans want that. Hey, everybody knows PayPal. But did you know that they were teaming up with Honey to save you money? Honey is the free online shopping tool that automatically finds the best promo codes and applies them to your cart. And now it's part of the PayPal family. Just add Honey to your computer and shop on all of your favorite sites like normal. When it comes to checkout, just click the little Apply Coupons button when it pops up. A few seconds later, Honey scans the database for all the working coupons on the web and watch your price drop. Honey works on nearly every online store, Walmart, DoorDash, Home Depot, uh, lululemon macy's honey has found over two billion dollars in savings that's why they have over a hundred thousand five-star reviews on google chrome store not using honey is literally passing up free money it is free to use and installs in just a couple of seconds get money for free by joining honey join honey.com slash back that's join honey.com slash back this is the glenbeck program our sponsor this half hour is is actually a new sponsor, and I'm really excited about this. I saw this uh, over the holiday. Um, the The impact that uh, too much screen time is having on our kids uh, and and not getting them involved in real things is really hurting their attention span, their loss in creativity, and quite honestly, their moods. Uh, I want to talk to you about someplace that has Christmas gifts for both boys and girls. It's Annie's Kits, uh, Annie's Kit Clubs, um, young woodworker kit club, monthly subscription that puts real tools into your child's hands, starting with a great kid size hammer. Every month, your child will receive an all in one woodworking kit with the materials and the tools need to make an awesome woodworking process uh, project with minimal super, uh, supervision. They have girls' kits. Uh, the girls can use the hammers. The boys, I guess, could do the fun crafts projects, whatever. But they get everything they need, and you can work with them and develop actual skills. Uh, go to Annie's Kit clubs.com slash Beck and save 75% Annie's Kits Club.
about to hear is the fusion of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Hello, America, and uh, welcome to the program. I'm upset at Lifetime. Yeah, the Christmas movie. I am very upset at them because they went to Mario Lopez to play the role of Colonel Sanders. What? Yes. Yes. In a Christmas chicken seduction movie. (laughs) And I was born for that role. And we'll talk to you about that a little later on in the program. But first, we want to talk about the digital New Deal. Oh, it's it's different than the green New Deal. No, no, no. This is the digital New Deal. We've got new deals coming out of our ears with the Biden administration. We'll tell you the spooky news from Spooky Dude coming up. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Give me 60 seconds. If you're like me, by the time Christmas is uh, is over, you you would have logged on. I don't know. Half a million hours or so of just looking online, you know, get crap for the kids, get crap for the wife, get crap for the in-laws. That's not the, that's not really the holiday spirit. That's not the way it should be. Really it seem like it. Huh? OK. Last thing you don't want to happen is for somebody to break into your house after you did all that work and steal all that crap. Now, you could get a fully automatic machine gun, which I have. But I lost it in a fishing accident, which is weird. It's down at the bottom of some lake. I can't even remember what lake it is in the bottom of. Anyway, uh, they're having a huge holiday sale right now at Simply Safe. You can get 50% off of any Simply Safe system and a free security camera. An amazing deal. An amazing deal is not all you're getting. You're also getting the ultimate in quality. This holiday season, protect every square inch of your home with a security system trusted by all the experts. 40% off Simply Safe plus a free security camera. Get it today by visiting simplysafebeck.com. That's simplysafebeck.com. The deal expires soon. Simplysafebeck.com. Wow, the digital new deal. We're going to reveal all of this uh, tonight on our uh, on our special Wednesday night special. You don't want to miss it. You can find it at blazetv.com slash Glenn. Use the promo code Glenn and save even more. The editor in chief and stopping socialism.com, the editorial director of the Heartland Institute and uh, my co-author of uh, a new book. That we have yet to name, but it is on the Great Reset. Justin Haskins uh, is on with us. Hi, Justin. How are you? I'm doing good, Glenn. Uh, I think we need to get going on that title. That seems important for a book. It does. Well, I have one. I haven't shared it with you yet. See what you think. And I'm serious. The last 100 days, and we release it on Inauguration Day, and we call it the last 100 days. Because if they enact these things... America will have its last hundred days. What do you think? What do you think? That's pretty good. That's pretty good. I think I I, got to mull it over, but I think it's pretty good. Okay. Uh, All right, Justin. The digital New Deal. Can you can you bring us a little bit up to speed on this? Right. Well, the, the digital New Deal is. I think of it as sort of a culmination of what the left has been wanting to do for a very long time when it comes to online free speech, especially social media 
uh, free speech. What, what it is, is it's this proposal that's coming out of the German Marshall Fund, which is this very, very well-funded, influential think tank in Washington. They've got like $165 million in assets, connections to the Biden administration, funded by George Soros, funded by the U.S. government, believe it or not, funded by foreign governments. It's a, it's a really weird organization. Really weird organization. Why? In a lot of ways. Why do we yeah. allow these things to happen? Oh, my gosh. I, no I mean, we do have- need a great reset. The entire system needs to be shut down and rebooted. It's just out of control. Out of control. Yeah. W- without question. And so what they want to do is they want to create this digital new deal that would establish this this new agency, because, you know, we don't have enough Orwellian agencies, so we got to build a new one, called Digital Democracy. Okay, this Digital Democracy Agency. And what this agency would do is require social media, the social media industry to come up with standards and then enforce those standards. And those standards that they would be enforcing are related to misinformation, hate speech, all sorts of other things. Essentially, what they want to do is control speech on the Internet, especially on social media platforms. Um, And but, you know, you don't have to worry about that. Glenn. There's nothing to worry about because they're going to rely on experts experts from the Southern Poverty Law Center and from all sorts of other George Soros-funded groups who are going to be the arbiters of what is appropriate speech and what is not appropriate speech. And they want to roll this thing out and essentially force all of the social media companies to adopt it. Uh, And anyone who doesn't comply will, of course, have to uh, face the ire of this new uh, digital democracy agency or whatever the heck they're calling this thing. This is truly, truly frightening. Already, the IFCN, which is the International Fact-Checking Network, sounds really great, uh, but it's a project of the nonprofit Pointer Institute, which gets a lot of its funding from George Soros. Um, The International Fact-Checking Network is just really a label that provides the left with a facade of legitimacy to silence anyone who disagrees with them. I, I want to show you uh, one of the fact-checking certified groups called Lead Stories. Lead Stories, the co-founder and half of its staff used to work at CNN. So what could possibly go wrong, right? I wouldn't be talking to you about Lead Stories if that were the only thing. Facebook assures you that this is an independent, nonpartisan, uh, certified fact-checking entity. It's very, very official. Lead Stories is funded by Facebook, Google, and a group called ByteDance, B-Y-T-E Dance. Who are they? Well, they're the Chinese company, the Chinese company that owns TikTok. <laughs> uh, wait. The same one that we have reports from last year, how the Chinese government is instructing TikTok to censor videos critical of the Chinese government? That company? Yes, that company. So there's nothing weird about a Chinese company that censors political content, uh, you know, and and is funding an American uh, fact-checking company. I, I think that's I think that's right up our alley for 2021. I mean, this is it's it's total it's total madness. This whole thing is total madness. When you start looking at who's behind all of this, not only do you have George Soros, as I mentioned, you have foreign government, which is just 
absolutely amazing that the, the government of Germany is actually funding this German Marshall Fund partially along with a bunch of other governments like Sweden and Norway and others. But the government of Germany is particularly interesting because they passed the law several years back that actually punishes Facebook and other social media organizations that allow users to post things that they consider to be hate speech or misinformation on their platforms. And they, they impose these massive, massive fines. It's like over a million dollars per post if Facebook or Twitter or something refuses to take that post down within 24 hours. This is the government of Germany. So they're the ones funding, partially, they're one of the people, funding this digital New Deal group that's now trying to impose standards that are kind of similar to that here in the United States. So these people are not friends of free speech by any stretch of the imagination. And how you have all these foreign governments involved in this, this nonprofit that's promoting these radical changes to society, I mean, it is, it is truly shocking that this is happening and that anyone's taking it seriously here in the United States. There is a great article today, Justin, you should read, everybody should read, uh, from uh, the website American Greatness. I don't know if you've ever read that website or been to that website. It's a great website. I have, yes. Uh, and uh, it is a, uh, it's an article about how Republicans and conservatives and constitutionalists have to stop laughing off uh, this, uh, uh, you know, politically correct society and and uh, the virtue signaling. We have to stop looking at virtue signaling and say these companies they're crazy. They're gonna. It's not about money. These guys actually believe in something. Uh, and these companies and I I started to talk about this on last week's special um, because we went into the Great Reset. But I want to explore it a little bit here. When we look at companies like Nike, we think that they're just virtue signaling. And then we see that, you know, uh, they're hurt by it. The NFL ratings are the worst they've ever been. Uh, And we think, oh, well, they're being hurt by it. So why would they continue to do things like this? We think, well, they're just trying to appeal to a bigger market in China. That's not it. That's not it. I am convinced that these big companies, they're all meeting, you know, in Davos and they're all meeting with the same people. And these same people who are talking about the Great Reset are saying the same thing that George Soros's man said to, you know, my number one guy uh, as a threat about 10 years ago. The ship has already sailed and you're either on it or you're not. These companies know the Great Reset is coming. They know that the system that we have in America of rights and responsibilities, they're over. They're over. And they are playing for the world. They're not playing for China. The question is, do you want America as it used to be? Or do you want China, the rest of the world, and America the way it will be? And any responsible CEO would say, I'm playing for these guys. Do, do you think that's yeah. right? Oh, 100%. 100%. of the biggest parts of the Great Reset, the thing that a lot of people who are talking about it, uh, and, and really most people have not been talking about it up until now, um, it, it, one of the biggest parts of it is this transformation of the way that we evaluate businesses. That's what these world leaders want to do. They want to evaluate businesses so that you're not just looking at 
at profit and the quality of goods and services and employees, the quality of your employees and all of that. But all those things, plus a whole bunch of left wing goals and causes like your carbon footprint and and, uh, you know, the percentage of underrepresented minorities on your board of directors and the pay gap between the highest paid person and the lowest paid person and air quality in your supply chain and all this other stuff. And those are, that's the future. The future is this, it's called ESG, it's called Environment, Social, and Governance Standards. These ESG scores, this whole new system of evaluating businesses, that explains so much of what we're seeing with these businesses. They are not virtue signaling. They are playing to the future. They are setting themselves up to be profitable corporations in a new world where government prints massive amounts of money and gives it to the good companies with high ESG scores and doesn't give it to the bad companies with low ESG scores. That's what's going on. And the proof of that is there's already a massive number of corporations that have essentially voluntarily adopted these ESG standards. Huge number of companies, hundreds of major companies have already done this. They wouldn't go through all this trouble unless there was something for them at the end of this road. Look, if I'm a global corporation, like I'm the CEO of Nike and I'm a global corporation and all I care about is money. All I care about is, you know, the brand. I don't care about what, you know, what uh, governments are doing around the country. I want to sell my stuff in that country. So what do I have to do? And if I was sitting around, because I would have access to these guys, these are the guys that would be in my office. If I have, you know, a dinner and I happen to have there at the table the head of the IMF and and maybe John Kerry is in my circle and all these other people, you know, big, huge bankers, you know, the head of Citibank, they're they're having dinner with the head of of Nike. And they say, look, you, you don't understand this. The world is changing. Because the banking systems are changing, the whole currency is going to, everything's going to change. And you got to get on board now. Because if you get on board now, you're just going to, you won't have a blip. But if you don't get on board, uh, or you guys stand against it, it's, it's going to be a real problem. It's better to take the short-term losses right now. That's absolutely happening. And it's not happening at the level of the, the average person. We are becoming serfs again. They will own all of the corporations, all of the, the business. The, every, if you are in with the king and you do as the king says, you'll have control of all of it. They're talking about zero personal property by 2030. Zero personal property. Okay, so what do you have? You're just the worker bee. Your representation. This is this is a coup. There is no representation of you at that table when all these things are being decided. Uh, Justin, thank you so much. We'll talk again. Uh, and you've got to look forward to this book. Don't know what we're going to call it, but it's going to be on the Great Reset. Uh, and it's coming out in January. And it, it will open people's eyes. It will also... Be banned everywhere and everybody will say it's conspiracy (laughs) theory. It's not. It's not. Look it up for yourself and go to the original websites. Go to the um, uh, the um, I want to say international monetary. Yeah, uh, but the um, say it. World World Economic Forum. World Economic Forum. Uh, Go there and look it up yourself. They spell it out. They're not ashamed of it. Thank you so much, Justin.
Thanks, Glenn. Thank you. Uh, I want to talk. Uh, I want to talk to you. I, you know, I'm. I'm sorry. I have to. Uh, uh, I have to just stop for just a second and just say thank you for putting up with me for the last few days. I have a lot of things going on in my mind right now, and for the life of me, I can't keep anything straight. Uh, and I just appreciate you. Thank you so much for listening. We just understand it's like always. <laughs> you know thank you we just thank know you, that man. thank you man. uh welcome to the christmas and holiday season sale from chamonix during this sale you can get chamonix brand new zotique deep correcting serum absolutely free with your order when you use the zotique deep correcting serum you're gonna get silky smooth skin it's free from redness acne and acne scars while you're at it you'll get faster collagen pr- production as well zotique deep correcting serum increases firmness and the smoothness of your skin as well so that means you can say goodbye to those crow's feet and the laugh lines and with its immediate effects you're going to see results in 12 hours or less and that's guaranteed by guaranteed i mean everybody's going to see a difference in your skin or you're going to get 100 percent of your money back that's an incredible offer that's the Chamonix promise. Call 800-577-8709 or go to genucel.com. That's G-E-N-U-C-E-L.com. Treat yourself this holiday season. Get Chamonix brand new Zotique deep correcting serum, Crystal's at home, microdermabrasion treatment, exfoliating mask, and a surprise luxury gift. All free with your order today. That's four free gifts plus a free upgrade to priority sh- shipping. Order now at 800-577-8709 or go to GenuCell.com. That's GenuCell.com. 10 seconds, station ID. Welcome to the uh, Glenn Beck program. Uh, There's, to to kind of put a uh, exclamation point uh, on this last half hour, the dictionary has been changed on us yet again, yet again. So, you know, we've had um, the dictionary changed during the Amy Coney uh, Coney Barrett uh, hearing Mm -hmm. uh, while uh, they were testifying. And all of a sudden the dictionary has changed. The word doesn't mean what it used to mean. Really? Here's the latest. And this will tell you where they're headed. Dictionary.com has changed the definition of court packing. Now, what does court packing mean? Pat, what does court packing mean? It means that uh, a president would nominate and and um, hopefully have confirmed uh, multiple uh, justices who believe things that he believes. So, for instance, a liberal would pack the court with more liberals or a conservative would pack the court with more conservatives no, to change the makeup of no that's the new definition that's it that's the new definition the court packing mm-hmm. is fdr you yeah. add the number add. of justices right which oh is what, there, yes. okay you were saying you add over nine right okay okay so he would go from nine to they think it's going to be 13 in right. this case and all of them of course would be liberals yeah that's court packing yeah. you have nine traditionally nine justices 
and court packing is something that FDR tried to do. We've never had more than nine. It's never, never happened. No, we've had less. Yes. But we've never had more. Uh, and FDR, when he couldn't get his new deal through because it was unconstitutional with John Roberts, you're not going to have a problem with it. Um, but uh, he had to pack the court. He threatened to do it. Even the Democrats stood up against it. They had a Democrat majority Senate and it, they lost 70 to 20 right. or something like that. that they're not going to lose this time. They won't lose this time. So the dictionary, dictionary.com has now changed the definition as of December 1st. Mm. And now it's the practice of changing the number or composition of judges on a court, making it more favorable to particular goals or ideologies, typically involving an increased uh, number uh, in the uh, number of seats. I'm sorry. That that's what it that's what it uh, that's what it was. It's what it was. Yeah. Um, They are. They have changed it now. Uh, to take away any of the uh, the adding on of numbers. They're just saying if somebody changes the makeup of the court to lean one way or another, that's packing the court. Well, no, no, that's not packing the court. That's the consequence of an election. Donald Trump did not pack the court, but words don't mean what they used to mean. Is the Glenn Beck program? Uh, when they've got dictionary.com, they've got us. X chair. X chair has improved perfection. They really have. The new XHMT from X chair. HMT stands for heat massage therapy and it attaches to the X chair to provide heat and massage technology right to your body's core. It helps increase blood flow, muscle recovery, and maybe most importantly, it helps boost your energy. It has four massage modes. Wow. (laughs) Excuse me. Four massage modes and fast warming heat technology. I said in my, Oh, I didn't get one for Stu. No, I noticed that. Mm, I'd get one for you. Say. I'll put one on over yours. <laughs> okay. Um, XMT <clears throat> takes the comfort to whole new levels in your X chair. X chair itself is on sale now for $100 off. Go to xchairbeck.com right now. That's the letter X, the word chair, beck.com. Or call 844-4X-CHAIR. 30-day money-back guarantee. You can finance as low as $30 a month. It's xchairbeck.com. Use the promo code X wheels. Glenn Beck, Stephen Crowder, Stu Bergier, Dave Rubin, and me, Pat Gray. Listen to all the conservative voices here at theblazetv.com. Blazetv.com, promo code Glenn. This is the Glenn Beck program. We go to Chris in Ohio. Hello, Chris. Good morning, Glenn. How are you this morning? I'm good, brother. It, your turn, Chris. Are you there? I'm sorry. I'm, That's okay. I'm sorry. Yeah. The Donuts. reason I called, Glenn, was uh, what you guys were talking about with the last guest you had. I believe the reason, the real reason they want Donald Trump out of there is because I think he is trying to get us back to the gold standard. Yes. I've kind of believed this over the last few years, but I do believe that is the main reason they need him out of office. Yeah, I I agree. Uh, do you mean the the actual gold standard? Yes, I okay. do believe. Because it seems like some of the moves he's making at the Fed are trying to make. These are real money people, and I think that's why he's having so many issues. Yeah, could be. Uh, I know the the last person he tried to appoint uh, was a was a gold 
person, last person you tried to appoint to the Fed as a Fed chair. Uh, and uh, that mysteriously kind of went away and not coming back. Um, I, I think that might be part of it. I'm, I'm not sure. I don't know his gold policies, but I will tell you this. He stands in the way of everything uh, the New World Order uh, means. He He's not a guy that buys into the New World Order unless America would be running it. And quite honestly, uh, even that, I think, would really bother him. He doesn't want to run the world. He wants us to do our thing, let everybody else do their thing, and we'll just do what we do best. He is standing in the way of all of these uh, things, and that is why you have people from all over the world that are you know, doing whatever they can to get him out of office. I mean, we showed you when we were covering the impeachment, we have the British and the Italian governments working together to discredit Donald Trump and 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 get the FISA uh, court to allow them to spy on Donald Trump. They were working hand in hand. It's it's an amazing setup. And it's it's all on record. It's not a conspiracy theory. It's all on record. The theory is, is that they are trying to stop him, not just because they hate him, but because he was going to turn back the hands. If he had another four years, he turned back the hands uh, of a lot of this stuff that they have done. Four years is not enough to undo everything that has been done by the progressives in 100 years. It's just not enough time. You know, I, I joked a minute ago and I said, if they've got, if they've got dictionary.com, what stand, what chance do we stand? And it was a joke, but it's also kind of real. It, they control everything now. They are in control of, of almost everything. Yeah, we'll show you next hour. They, they've changed Wikipedia. Uh, and they're just going in. And it's, and it's the founders that are cool with it. They're changing things on Wikipedia to make people sound better than they are and take away any of the distractions, as they would call it, because they need them in power. When you can change the meaning of words overnight and the the old authorities will stand by and say, no, that's that's the definition. And you stand there going, wait, when did that change? What? When did that change? And they just move forward as if there has been no change. It's made to make you feel alone. And I have to tell you. I think COVID has been used to make you feel very alone as well. It's being used to destroy businesses destroy morale, destroy education. I think destroy our children. I don't know if your kids are suffering from COVID, but mine are. And it, it, they've, they've had COVID itself. It was not a problem. The restrictions, the things that are going on right now, you lose meaning. You lose your way. You begin to feel very, very alone and defeated.
And they want you to feel that way. If you were really, I mean, they treat us like we're children. We're not children. But it's an insult to parents to say we treat, we treat them, that they treat us like children. Because that puts them in the parental role, and they're the worst parents ever. They're abusive parents. Can you imagine living in a household where one of the siblings, and I know we all thought this was true until we got older and we became parents ourselves, but imagine it was really, really, truly true where your parents saw no flaw, no flaw, and that that other child, they never broke a rule, even though they broke all of the rules, the parent would say, no, they didn't break that rule. In fact, you're breaking a rule by bringing it up now. You just hate your sister. And no matter what happened, that parent was always squashing you. When any objective person could stand on the outside that wasn't involved and go, what is happening here? See, the problem is it's happening around the whole world. And so nobody really can stand there objectively except for those who have planted their feet firmly into principles we know we were raised on. In principles we know I I I, I don't know anymore. I, I, I don't know why I just paused when I was gonna say we know come from God. Do we all know that anymore? The right to free speech. Do we even know what that means anymore? That means somebody can shout the worst things at you all the time. They can be just monstrous in their language. They have a right to say it. They have a right to say it. Go back and read the founder's words on it. The founders wrestled and got to a point to where they said the press even knowingly can be dishonest about the government and it should be protected. I'm not saying shut these people down. I'm not saying that they shouldn't be allowed to do what they're doing. I'm saying there should be equal balance and I don't mean forced equal balance. Just stop shutting us down. But that's real freedom of speech. Where you're not afraid of the truth. Anybody who tells you not to read something, they're on the wrong side. Anybody who tells you not to think something, they're on the wrong side. Don't say things. They're on the wrong side. I would normally say that without a caveat. However, I'm telling my kids now, guys, don't say stuff. Don't, don't, don't. You're young. You, you don't need to pile that stuff up. You don't know what the world's going to be like in 10 years. Don't say it. That's not America. America. 
And they've accomplished all of this because they've lied to us. They've taken our money for our kids in schools. And they've told us, oh, yeah, we we're, we're just like you. And when we found out they weren't just like us, we thought, oh, well, it doesn't matter. Our kids know better. They don't. They don't. They don't know history. They don't know how to critically think for themselves. They're starving for something real. That's why suicide is up. Nothing is real. My mom committed suicide. I was 13 years old. And I thought I understood suicide. I thought I understood it. And it's hard to understand it unless you've been there. Because unless you've been there, you think it's insane. And it is. It is. But not from the person who's actually thinking about it. It is the most logical way out of pain or loneliness or whatever it is you're dealing with. It seems perfectly logical. It's a trick the mind plays on you. And I thought I understood it, but I don't. Because there's something new going on. And it's almost cavalier. It's life is so cheap. Nothing has any meaning. It doesn't matter one way or another. It's it's almost as you're already dead. Your body's still moving and you're still thinking, but you're not. I don't know how we got here, but I want to tell you that our caller said, that's why Trump is getting out. That's why they have to get him out because he, and so many of us feel like he's our last great hope. If he can't do it, who can do it? It's amazing how things are, how they turn out when things seem like they're horrible. They turn out to be glorious in the end. And we could have never seen it. How many people do you know that are becoming hopeless and yet they claim to be Christians? Man is not our hope. God is our hope. I don't know about you, but I, I, I would suggest we get down on our knees and then buckle up for an amazing ride to see miracles happen. I mean, miracles are things that you thought could never, ever happen. Well, I'm beginning to believe none of this can ever stop. 
this is just going to have to go. And it might because maybe we're too unworthy to have this thing called freedom. But I do believe in God and I do believe in miracles and I do believe he hears people. I do believe he doesn't want to punish people. He allows them to feel the full effects of their decisions. He's not punishing anyone. But he can't protect you. He can't do anything unless we turn back to him. There is hope. Life does have meaning. We've just. I guess denied it so long that too many of us are starting to believe it. But life has meaning. And tomorrow will be better. I mean, unless the economy completely collapses because of the dollar. Um, let, me, let me tell you a little bit about uh, Goldline. Uh, there are so many things that are happening. Um, you know, the dollar is going to uh, go down. I think it's Citibank said uh, as much as 30% this year could have a dramatic hit. We've printed $11 trillion. $11 trillion. That's what we've Since printed last couple of years. Oof. $11 trillion. There, 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 no Amazing. way out. There's no way out on that kind of money. You just, it, there's no way out. And once we get to a certain point, I don't know when that point is, the dollar just starts to go down because people stop believing in the dollar. That's why Bitcoin is going up, quite honestly. That's why gold is going up. I want you to call Goldline now and find out if gold or silver is right for you. Right now, they're having a special. They'll give you up to 6% in promotional medals for a self-directed IRA purchase. Additionally, the highly coveted Maple Flex Silver Bar is back. There's a catch. It's only available as a free promotional item with qualifying purchase of Goldline's $5 Liberty coins or in minimum quantities of boxes of 50 bars. Silver really is the way to go, I think. Things are getting so expensive, and I think silver will be you know, a means of uh, a bridge to a new standard, I think. Uh, it's limited. Come first come first serve. Do it now. Call to protect your future. Take advantage of the limited time offer on extremely hard to find products. It's 866 Goldline. 1866 Goldline. They're waiting for your call now. Tonight on Glen TV. You've heard of the Green New Deal, but there's a digital new deal being made to decide what you think, say, and share with your friends. Those of us in journalism have to come to terms with the fact that free speech, a principle that we hold sacred, is being weaponized against the principles of journalism. Glenn reveals the terrifying new levels of censorship happening right now. Watch how digital dictators plan to kill free speech tonight, 9 p.m. Eastern at blazetv.com slash Glenn. This is the Glenn Beck program tonight at 9 p.m. You don't want to miss uh, our our special broadcast on the digital dictators, if you will, the the way that you are being silenced and how these digital dictators plan to kill free speech. 
Candace Owens is joining me tonight, 9 p.m. Eastern on blazetv.com slash Glenn. Don't miss an episode. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Well, my mom used to say, show me your friends and I'll show you your future. You want to see your future? Let me introduce you to some of the people that are going to be running this country if Joe Biden becomes president of the United States. Uh, it's, uh, it's a pretty fight- a frightening thing, especially... The guy who's going to be in charge of, you know, our global media, Voice of America, Radio Free Europe, all of that. Uh, I'm going to introduce you to the guy who is currently in charge of all of that. And then I'll introduce you to the new guy who's in charge of all of that. Uh, A stark difference. Show me your friends and I will show you your future. I'll introduce you to a friend of mine in 60 seconds. This is... The Glenn Beck Program. Well, there's nothing that ruins the good old holiday spirit than looking down at your dashboard and seeing the check engine light. Like, if you're, you know, you think positive, it's red. And that's a green light in front of me. I feel like Christmas still. It's been a rough year uh, for 2020. 2021, I think, is going to continue this pattern. The last thing we need are the stress of car repairs. If you have Car Shield, like I do, You don't have to worry about car repairs. You don't. I have I have uh, two trucks up at the farm and and uh, they're old beaters. And I want to drive them till the doors fall off. But you can't because you have a chip go and it's it's three, four, five thousand dollars. And so you got to go buy a new one. Well, I'm covered with car shield. So when those things happen, they pay for it. And I'm going to drive those trucks till the doors fall off as, as it should be. Don't dread car repairs. With CarShield, you'll have the peace of mind. Get coverage today. See why CarShield cars do go further. Call 800-665-2157. Mention the promo code BECK or go to carshield.com. Use the promo code BECK. Deductible may apply. It's carshield.com. So we have uh, had this gentleman on before. His name is Michael Pack. Uh, He's the guy who did the documentary in January um, called Created Equal, the Clarence Thomas in his own words. I don't know if you saw that documentary, but it was it was fantastic. Well, he is uh, he's now the CEO of the U.S. Agency for Global Media. Uh, I think you uh, you joined them, Michael. When were you sworn in in June of this year? In June, in after June. waiting for three years and three months from when the White House first asked me to serve. So Jeez. it was a long time. And it's not going to be a long time in that seat, uh, I imagine, because, uh, well, first of all, tell me, tell me what the what U.S. global media even is. What's, what's this agency do? What are you in charge of? Well, I'm in charge of the five international broadcasting networks, the Voice of America, Radio Free Europe, Radio Liberty, Middle East Broadcasting, Radio Free Asia, and the Office of Cuba Broadcasting. Together, they reach an an audience around the world of 350 million people in 62 languages. So it's a big operation and very significant, and and its its mission is significant. Its mission is to... um, Tell America's story, uh, bring the news and the objective truth to people where, where that is not permitted, like China and North Korea 
and to promote American ideas and values when they're under attack, especially in a renewed attack, especially from enemies like China, North Korea, Iran, Russia. So it's an important mission, an important agency. And I have striven in my six months there to get them back to that core mission, which they are legally obligated to do. And I have faced intense resistance, like, maybe not surprisingly. Like, well, like, tell me what was going on that Americans should know about. Well, we found, especially in the run-up to the presidential election, lots of instances of bias, even though the, these agencies are required by law to be objective and balanced and not represent a single segment of society. For example, the Urdu service, which is supposed to target Pakistan, had on their social media page what can only be described as a Biden ad. It, it was made up of a Biden ad. It appealed to voters in Michigan, Muslims in Michigan, to vote for, for Biden and to swing the state for Biden. And it was a direct appeal to Muslims in Michigan. We found that it had been on the on their social media page for seven days. We finally got them to take it down, only to find that our audio version was on weeks later, and we had to get them to take that down, too. Jeez. And not only was it such an egregious example of bias, but in our efforts to discipline the people responsible, we were accused of you know, violating their First Amendment, violating a firewall that's supposed to not let us manage them. You know, they went to the media. You know, they claimed, you know, uh, you know horrible interference from the Trump administration, and and on like that. And that's just one of, you know, what it's been like for six months in there. Now, we have uh, <laughs> we have uh, Richard Stengel uh, coming in, and he's going to be replacing you uh, in, in the next administration, if that's a Biden administration, correct? He is the head of the transition team into my agency. He's rumored to be Biden's candidate to replace me. Um I've never met him. I mean, in, in keeping with the Washington Post's refusal to cover my agency fairly, there was a piece today in the Post saying that we have refused to cooperate with the transition team, even though I'm scheduled to talk to Mr. Stengel next week, and we've provided hundreds of pages of documents and many, many interviews. But I have not talked to him yet, So, um, but, but the transition team is working away. Well, he is the former editor at Time magazine. He served as, uh, as Obama's undersecretary for state, for public diplomacy and public affairs. But what I want to really talk to you about is his view on the First Amendment, because uh, I don't think the First Amendment is what he thinks it is. <laughs> Well, he definitely has these controversial views on the First Amendment, but and I don't understand them. We, our agency especially, should be committed to the First Amendment. In fact, you know, we rest. You know, what we should be communicating is the fundamental principles enshrined in the Declaration of Independence and the Constitution. Those are the things that make America unique, and we need to get those ideas out in the world to combat what the Chinese are saying, what radical Islam is saying, and we need to be defending things like the First Amendment on which we rely. Um, you know, so I. I think, that is, I think that's very important. He has said, as a government official traveling around the world, championing the virtues of free speech, I came to see how our First Amendment standard is an outlier. Damn right. Uh, he wrote, even the most sophisticated Arab diplomats that I dealt with did not understand why the First Amendment allows someone to burn a Koran. Amen. Yes. 
Oh, the most sophisticated Arab diplomat. You, I mean, we should be defending instead. He's a guy who is saying we need hate speech laws, that, that our First Amendment goes too far. I, I have. Let me play the uh, journalist, please, the head of the journalism uh, school of Columbia University. Listen to what he said about Facebook and free speech. You can't uh, get away from the fact that their mission is to connect everybody in the world. That's what motivates Mark Zuckerberg. And it has it's his passion. And he profoundly believes in free speech. And, you know, those of us in journalism uh, have to come to terms with the fact that free speech, a principle that we hold sacred is being weaponized against uh, the principles of journalism. And what do we do about that? I, I just say, you know, as, as reporters, we kind of march into this war with our facts uh, nobly shouldered as if they were going to win the day. And what we're seeing is that because of the scale of this alternate reality that you've been talking about, our facts, our principles, our scientific method, it isn't enough. Unbelievable. Uh, how do you fight against that, Michael? What can you put in place or what have you put into place, if anything, that can slow this march away from the First Amendment? Well, um, I have tried to put I have tried to put things in place in, 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 the, in these institutions so that they remain true to their actually fundamentally core mission, which is to tell the objective truth, to promote American ideas, and to represent the administration's views along with criticism. And we have tried to put in new policies. We've cleaned up a huge security failure. There was, owing to this sort of mismanagement over a 10-year period, we had had reports from two, from the Office of the Director of National Intelligence and the Office of Personnel Management that 1,500 of our 4,000 people had not had proper security clearances, including 77 with um, with uh, confidential and above. And our agency had been filing uh, security forms without taking fingerprints, with making up social security numbers after our right to clear people had been revoked. We continue to clear people. So I've tried to I've fixed this massive security problem, and I've tried to investigate those responsible for it. And, and that, too, is perceived as a kind of witch hunt on the part of the Trump administration. But this is a huge security failure, and that, I think, is on the way to being fixed and cannot be reversed. That's good news. And, and, it, and it's very, very important that these agencies be um, have their security you know, not lax and not be subject to, you know, you know, the, the influence by foreign intelligence or any other kind of um, bad action. And, you know, these security rules are in place for a reason. And in a way, that may seem unrelated to bias. But I think this kind of gross mismanagement, lack of concern about security, is related to a lack of concern about bias and a kind of laissez-faire attitude towards things like bias in the Urdu video and just not reporting both sides. I mean, another example of that is that in the presidential election, there was no mention of the Hunter Biden story, let alone the, the <laughs> effort of Twitter to cover it up. And whatever you think, if you're a you know, Democrat or Republican, it's an important Republican story. And when you're supposed to represent all of America, it's an important story to be there. I have, you know, I've only been there six months. I'm trying to put institutions in place, but I actually fear, Glenn, that everything that we've done will be 
potentially reversed by a new a new group that might come in. And how much damage? What does that mean for America? Well, I, I mean, we need to tell our story, and we have we, the American people spend close to a billion dollars, over eight hundred million dollars, on these agencies, and it's important. And we are we need to win the war of ideas. You understand this better than as well as anybody else, and. This is an instrument of it. I actually think, Len, that it's symptomatic of a bigger problem. And it's very hard to get the VOA and these other institutions to be unbiased and objective and balanced when the rest of the media isn't. You know, they look to the Washington Post and the New York Times and CNN as their models. And it's very hard to get them to see it the way the law says it should be. And, and that is really a problem, and, and I actually think the failure to tell America's stories goes well beyond just my agency. We as a culture are not doing it. Hollywood is not doing it. The Academy is not doing it. Nobody is. So it's, it's symptomatic of a deeper problem that, that is very hard to fix, but I am planning to dedicate myself to fixing it. We need to build institutions in addition to the this U.S. government one that'll, that'll tell America's story to the world. I mean, you mentioned my Clarence Thomas film. I think that's the kind of story America, you know, the yeah. world needs to hear. Um, it, you know, it's a story of a man who could succeed in America where he could not have succeeded anywhere else from dire poverty in the segregated South, the Supreme Court. I mean, and it's called Created Equal because of Clarence Thomas's dedication to the Declaration and the Constitution. I mean, we, there are many such stories, and they're not getting out. Instead, people all over the world are hearing stories of racism and oppression and imperialism. And, you know, it's, it's not an America that I recognize. So, Michael, when you leave there, make sure you um, give me a call, because I'd like to help you in any way that we can, because we need to tell America's stories, and we all need to come together and work together, or we are just toast standing uh, as individuals. Thank you so much, Michael. Appreciate it. Absolutely. We will be in touch. Thank you. Tonight, 9 p.m., how digital dictators plan to kill free speech. One of the ways they plan to kill free speech is death by fact-checking. We know this firsthand. Uh, It is... uh, It's a system that... When the higher-ups have hit the last straw, I will tell you all about it. It is remarkable. Candace Owens has a few thoughts about this. She's going to be joining me tonight on a show, uh, her own battle against big tech, uh, specifically against the third-party fact-checkers within Facebook that partner to censor contact, uh, content. That way, they're, they, they could just say, we didn't do it. We didn't do it. Big tech built their mega businesses on the marketplace of ideas, but now these companies are insanely huge and powerful, and they've decided they don't like everything that the marketplace sells. Make no mistake, this is the struggle over free speech in America. Tonight, Digital Dictators, how they plan to kill free speech, 9 p.m., only on Blaze TV. Kathy writes in about her dog after she um, after the dog started taking rough greens not too long ago. Uh, She said Oakley's coat is shiny. His breath is better. He loves the taste. And the best part, he's not eating undesirable things on the trail anymore. (laughs) Yeah, I know. That's weird, isn't it? Uh, Thanks, rough greens. She wrote, I'm looking forward to my next bag. Well, I sincerely hope the undesirable things 
you know, stay out of your life. I know. Uh, but Oakley is feeling better. Oakley is looking better. Oakley is not. They eat things for a reason. And if they don't have all of the stuff that they need, they eat really crazy things. The supplement that you put on your dog's food is called Rough Greens, and it contains vitamins, minerals, omega oils, antioxidants, basically all the stuff that your wife tells you you have to have in your own food. Your dog does, too. Get Rough Greens, R-U-F-F-Greens.com slash Beck. Get the Jumpstart bag for $14.95 and start the process of getting your dog healthier and happier. It's RoughGreens.com slash Beck. 10 seconds, station ID. folks i want to tell you a little story about aoc oh you better love marx you better shun trump america sucks she's telling you chumps aoc is shutting you down oh yes she is she has a black list she's jacking it thrice gonna throw down when kamala is vice AOC is shutting you down. She sees you when you're tweeting. She knows when you're not woke. She knows if you've been pimping Trump. And for that, she like you choked. Oh, you better recant. If not, then you're toast. She's got you a spot down at Guantanamo. You better believe it. AOC is shutting you down. Oh, yeah. With greenest new deals, plus taxes galore. Lobbing off heads and packing the court. AOC is shutting you down. Far will rally, burn down the GOP. They're gonna build utopia once they cancel you and me. So you better mask up, you better lock down, turn that mega smile into a commie frown. AOC is shutting. Oh. AOC is shutting, listen, AOC is shutting you down, yes she is. And while we're at it, why don't we add a Christmas classic? Have a rum upon a Kwanzmas, it's the PC time of year. Every holiday displayed because of morbid fear. Happy Ramahana Kwanzmas. Yeah, we know the name is queer. Oh, good golly, can't offend nobody on Christmas this year. Oh, no, the Eskimos need a holiday. We'll get right back to you. 
think of one for games. Happy Rama on the Kwanzmas. What a time for winter cheer. But if you see a Christmas tree, you'll hear Christmas cheers. Screw UACLU for winning the 12 million in your lawsuit versus Santa and his elves. Have a Rama Hanukkahmas, and everyone must now adhere. So by golly, don't hang up that holly on this year. Welcome to the program, Ramahana Kwanzmas. I remember... Yeah, and no more sleigh bells either. Remember when that was funny. Uh, by the <laughs> way, did you uh, uh, did you see that the Santa that told the kid can't have a Nerf gun? Bye-bye. He's out, out in the parking lot of the mall kicking rocks. And it couldn't have happened to a better Santa. Good riddance. There is a new world, and I refuse to take part in it. Uh, There is a new world where companies like Verizon take a portion of your bill and donate it to leftist causes, things like Planned Parenthood. It's time to stop enabling the behavior. It is time to stop dealing with these companies. When you have a choice, you got to switch. Would you consider switching to Patriot Mobile? They're running a brand new Christmas promotion. Yeah, Christmas promotion until December 19th. Get a Samsung A11 for yourself and for someone close. That's two phones absolutely free or bring your own phone and get a free month of service. Patriot Mobile, the nation's only Christian mobile company. They're conservatives just like you, and they're donating their parts of their money to conservative causes like supplying children with Bibles. How radical. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. Join PatriotMobile.com slash Beck, or you can call them at 972-PATRIOT, 972-PATRIOT, or PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. Check out my show, Pat Gray Unleashed, every weekday, 7 to 9 Eastern, or anytime, anywhere you get your podcasts. Welcome to the Glenn Beck program. I, I know I'm going to talk about a sports story, but I have a reason for it. Uh, the N- And it's not about sports. The NFL still struggling for TV ratings this year, as most recent ratings show a 20% drop for the Week 13 edition of Sunday Night Football. It's a lot. I remember Sunday Night Football used to have like a 70 share. Mm-hmm. I mean, three Number quarters. Week. Yeah, the three quarters of every household in America was watching Sunday Night Football. Uh, this is the league's week 13 game. NBC was down 20% in both its ratings and its viewership. Most other games were down in week 13 with the late CBS game off 13%, 12%. Fox single game, even worse, 30%, 27%. However, early CBS game was up 21% in the ratings and 23% in viewers. What's happening here, Pat? I think people are turned off by by what's going on with the activism. I, I think they're sick and tired of it. They don't want to see it in their football. And 
They don't. They, they want a respite from it. The NBA experienced that over the summer where, I mean, people just left the NBA in droves. That was like nothing I've ever seen. And in football being a little more popular and a little more widespread audience, it's not going to affect them quite as much, but I think it's obviously having an impact. So I can't help but think of this phrase. Every time I see the ratings for basketball, baseball, football, anytime Mm -hmm. I see a story like this, I think of this phrase. And Barack knows that we are going to have to make sacrifices. We are going to have to change our conversation. Uh, We're going to have to change our traditions, our history. We're going to have to move into a different place. Look at that. We have to change our conversations. Are we having the same conversation we've ever had in America? No. No. Uh, Our traditions? Oh, yeah. Big time changing. Gone. I mean, football is a tradition. It is an American tradition. Baseball is an American sport, an American tradition. They are destroying these traditions. And so it was uh, it was our conversations, our traditions and our history. Uh, the 1619 project sound yeah. familiar? Oh, all of it. That's a pretty good indication that our history is being changed. I mean, everything is going away and these companies are doing it gladly. I mean, I think that mm-hmm. the Washington football team, formerly yeah. known as the Redskins. Uh-huh. Do you think there's a possibility they didn't change the name? Because they're hoping that there's going to come a time where this all ends and they just go back to the Washington Redskins. Instead of introducing Possibly. a new mascot and everything else, just leave it the Washington football team. Possibly. I also think that Dan Snyder's kind of doing an in-your-face to people because, okay, you don't want the Redskins anymore? How about just calling it the, the generic Washington football team? How are you going to like that? And the problem is, if he's making a statement like that, and I kind of think he is, uh, they're fine with it. <laughs> the, the left sportscasters and, and the announcers who talk about football have no problem calling them the Washington football team. I just wonder if it's just he's the one guy that is that's his last stand. He couldn't might be put it off anymore. And he's like, I'm hoping for a moment where sanity returns and I can call them the Washington Redskins again. He's going to be sorely disappointed that sanity uh, isn't returning. You think it will? <laughs> to, to, I hope to, it does. To quote uh, Rudyard Kipling, with terror mm. and slaughter, they return. Uh, you can only go off into madness for so long before the universe just resets you. You can try mm. to deny truth all you want. You can try to say up is down and down is up. You can call it whatever you want. But if you start actually living those principles... And you start applying things that are blatantly false. You go against human nature. You go against nature itself. It will come back to destroy you. It will. Because truth is truth. And you can deny it all you Mm -hmm. want. But it doesn't last forever. Doesn't last forever. At some point. But I don't know when that is. Because, I mean, look at what's happening with Sports Illustrated. I don't know. Have you followed what's happening with Sports Illustrated and the board? Mm Mm-mm. So two large shareholders of Maven, the company that publishes Sports Illustrated, they bought it, I think, what, a couple of years ago. Um, They published Sports Illustrated. The shareholders filed papers last week to fire five of the company's seven directors, 
with the aim of replacing the board with one that, quote, better reflects the new maven. So what is the the new maven? Well, the board members that are under attack should tell you everything you know. They're the ones under former CEO James Heckman, who was replaced because he made staff cuts um, and he had uh, the company host a Blue Lives Matter website on its ad platform. Oh, what a racist. Yeah, on its ad platform. Wow. Okay. Um, they were they were very upset about mm. this. They say it's embarrassing, a disgrace, it's horrible. So they're, the shareholders are gathering together to get those guys out of there. The Blue Lives Matter people out of Sportsville is illustrated. Mm. I mean, can you think of a time when we've seen this work the other way? Where the hell are the conservatives? Where, where are the people that actually believe in something? Where are the people that are standing up beside the average person? Beaten down. Probably afraid to be canceled. Lose their jobs. Lose their livelihood. You, if you say anything against this machine, they just they snap you back so hard... That your head spins. But if your, we your don't stand up, your head's going to be tor- torn off. Yeah. I mean, what, yeah, what is. is the, you know, what is the, what's the difference? What's the difference? Somebody, somebody's got to, somebody's got to stand. Somebody has to stand. And, and, and I have to tell you, it, it's a, uh, it's a frightening thing. There are many of us in the media, in the new media that are standing and we know what we're up against. We know. And next mm-hmm. year is going to be a critical year. 2021, I pray that it's better for you, but it's certainly not going to be better for us because they're going to come at us. You know, one thing that people don't realize is that Donald Trump, the biggest thing he did is something that nobody has even talked about. I've never heard anybody talk about it. The biggest thing that Donald Trump did was get all of the George Soros Media Matters money off of the right stream media. For four Hmm. years, he was such a target that they spent all their money and all their time destroying him. him. And he took Hmm. it. And it gave us four years to get on our feet. Now, hopefully, you know, we're all on our feet and we're all smarter and we all know that we better stick together and join hands uh, because if Donald Trump, first of all, they will continue to focus on Donald Trump as long as he's threatening to run again for president or speaking out. And he's not going to stop. I just don't believe he's going to stop. Um, uh, so they will they will continue to try to destroy him in any way that they can. But now they'll have the instruments and the uh, all the levers and the pulleys that destroy industries. And they will do everything they can to destroy us. And it is frightening. I don't know what it mm-hmm. means. But I know this, man, I'm an American. And I know what that means. And I'm never giving up. I'm never stopping. Never. 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 Get to the place where you can say that and know what it means. Know what it means. Because everything is changing. (sighs) 
By the way, have you seen, uh, speaking of changes, you see uh, Cadillac is uh, accepting buyouts from their dealerships. Cadillac from 300,000 to more than a, mil- a million de- Cadillac dealerships can say, I want to, I want out. I want out of Cadillac, the Cadillac brand. Why? Because I think GM is signaling that's an old brand that's going away because you can opt in to be mm-hmm. an electric car dealership for GM. No details on it. Just I want to be part of the new dealerships. Mm. So, I mean, when we say everything's changing, some of it's really good and exciting, but everything is changing. Remember, in England, they said all electric cars, no gasoline cars to be sold in England in nine years now. Nine by 2030. Wow. How far behind will California be on that? I think they already said started the the process already. Yeah, I think they've already said that they're going to strictly limit by 2030. But all cars in uh, England, which is great because they can go back to like the really bad cars that they used to make. Remember (laughs) all those three wheeled cars? Those were great. great. That'd be great. The English love them. You know, I had an MG. My first car was a 1969 or 71, uh, 69 MG. And uh, the guy, I remember the guy, when I drove it off the lot, the last thing he said to me, he said it to me like three times, but I was just stupid. He said it like three times. And the last time it was a convertible, I had the top down and he shouted it at me. Remember, it's as is. Okay. (laughs) It was that bad. (laughs) Broke down halfway home. Uh, Just a horrible car. And I was talking to, uh, I was talking to Craig, who's from Scotland. And I said, you know, uh, Craig, I'm old enough to understand now because what everybody said to me, oh, MGs, are they bad? Nobody ever said no. They always said they're English. Well, what does that mean? Well, the English (laughs) like to tinker with their cars on the weekend. So they're always working on their cars. No, the English, the English didn't (laughs) like to. to. They They have have to. to. I told that to Craig, who's from Scotland, and he was like, they tell you what? I said, yeah, they just like to tinker with their cars. No, no. All right. If um, if this holiday season feels like it's been a long time coming, let's make it worth the wait. Send the perfect gift. Send yourself something special. It's Omaha Steaks. Mm. Yeah. Yes, please. How could you get more politically incorrect than that? Uh, the Deluxe Grillers assortment is uh, now available, plus four free burgers and a free digital meat thermometer at an exclusive price. Go to omahasteaks.com and enter the promo code back into the search bar. That's uh, for extra burgers, plus an extra gift that's on the list of any serious griller. Omaha Steaks is not just steak. It is guaranteed fantastic gift that just keeps on giving in me belly. <laughs> it's really good. Omaha. If you've never had one, you've really never had a great steak. OmahaSteaks.com. Go there now. OmahaSteaks.com. You have to type in Beck in the search bar in the search bar, and that'll take you to the gourmet grill packs and all of the specials. It's a great holiday opportunity. Get ahead of the holiday gift shopping. I mean, I'm always accepting these. I'm just saying. OmahaSteaks.com. That's OmahaSteaks.com. Promo code Beck. Listening to Glenn Beck. Very, very. I'm angry, actually. Today. Oh no. Yeah, I'm angry. Really? Yeah. Listen to this. What the hell are you doing? 
a Lifetime original mini-movie. You don't answer my proposal, and now you're not answering my call. I think I'm falling for the new chef. Jessica is falling for Harlan. The cook? Leave Jessica alone and skip town. He has a secret recipe that's going to change the world. Harlan claims to have some secret recipe. A secret recipe? <laughs> Spare me. We all have our secrets. If you marry my daughter, <laughs> I promise there'll be more long weekends in your future. Mom, I have to tell you something. We have a problem. Secrets out, chicken man. I'll take care of this. Ruining everything! Just kill him already! Who the hell are you? Harlan Sanders, the new chef. Mario Lopez is Colonel Sanders <laughs> in a recipe for seduction. I'm Premieres December 13th yeah. at noon. I can see why you're upset. Lifetime. I am really yeah, upset. They get some, Kentucky you know, stereotypical hack. hack. Yeah. Uh, I don't know why. Probably politically correct uh, reasons. And uh, To play Colonel Sanders? When I was born to play that role. Yeah. I mean, who looks like Colonel Sanders? I mean, think. You do. Think. Mm-hmm. Think. Take a leg of chicken from Colonel Sanders right out of the bucket and just rub it all over my bare chest. <laughs> then that now, also plays into the title of the movie. That's what I mean. Uh, recipe for seduction. seduction. No, I mean, nobody screams is, Glenn Beck. Oh, the oh, man would be. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Out of their minds. Uh, <laughs> out of their minds. Let's leave it at that. Let's <laughs> okay. just leave it yeah, let's at do that. It. Yeah, let's they do, would be out of I'm their minds. I'm about to throw up a little bit in my mouth. <laughs> well, so, well, uh, you haven't you haven't really seen me as Colonel Sanders. No, I have not. With chicken grease all over me. Uh, no, yeah. admittedly, that yeah. is that's true. Um, by the way, we were talking about sports and political correctness, and uh, there is a. Uh, there's a story that caught our eye this morning that you have to hear. Uh, this is from uh, an interview. This is, uh, do you know who Jake Paul is? No. He's like a big YouTube guy. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah, Very yeah. Very famous yeah, 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 YouTube yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so he set up this fight with Nate Robinson, who is a former NBA star. Mm. And for some reason, they got into a little back and forth on online or something. And, and they so they set up this boxing match. Now, neither one of them are actual professional boxers. I think that Jake Paul in the past has boxed with another yes. YouTuber. He but has. once. Mm. So they, they set this thing. It's on the undercard of Mike Tyson uh, versus Roy Jones Jr. Okay. So it's a huge fight and everybody's covering it. Anyway, during the course of the fight, Jake Paul absolutely crushes uh nate robinson knocks him cold the guy did a face plant straight into the canvas he was knocked out so hard so anyway he's uh, jake paul is being interviewed on vice by uh jamel hill who who is a yeah yeah espn yeah yeah hack refugee hack got it yeah so on her show she asks him this was it racist to knock a black man out. That is the question of the Oh, stop asking me that. I said no. It's not racist. It's a question. It's a sport. Why is it so stupid? Why is it question because it, you can't figure that how out how does this have anything to do with race it just it doesn't it's that boxing. We got to wake you up. You got to be a part of this conversation. <laughs> That's right. How nuts oh is that? Oh my gosh. Is, is it boxing? racist to knock out a guy you're fighting? Is it uh is it <laughs> racist to uh, pitch to a black black guy and to strike him out. Strike him out. Yeah, I guess it would be, right? <laughs> you can't tackle a black guy playing football. Oh, can't do it. 